0: Welcome to Fatal Follower Presents Reaction Reviews. We preface every review with a yay, woohoo, a nay, boo, or a enjoy the show. Candyman. Candyman. Welcome to Fatal Follower Presents After Dark, the reaction review episode for Candyman. I have summoned Captain Creature five times by saying his name five times in the mirror. Captain Creature, where are you? Hello. (laughs) (laughs) So this is the reaction review for Candyman 2021. I don't know about you, Trav, but I rewatched all three, leading right into this one. Um, going to see this one on Friday. Um, it was interesting uh, rediscovering the first movie again. I hadn't watched it in a—it's been a couple of years, but or well, maybe it's only been a year. I don't know. But um, I usually watch it like once in a while. It's not—it's not a movie that I let go by too long without watching. It's one of those movies I constantly. Uh, have in my spooky playlist. Um, the second and the third movie, I don't really watch as much, but um, I enjoyed them both. Uh, the third one still, it's just so wonky and, and yeah. funny at times. <laughs> yeah, um, It's just really, uh, he, Todd Tony Todd sells it, so that's what I watch it for. Um, but... Um, yeah,
1: the first one to me is like a frequent watch uh, cause, and a frequent listen to because... That soundtrack, especially, I, is one of my favorites by Philip Class. Like, I absolutely love that score. It's, like, up there with, like, the classics for me.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a for me, it's a perfect 90s horror movie. Um, it's it's right fresh off of the decade of the 80s where slashers were still kind of in a humdrum affair of, eh, we're not really, people aren't really feeling them anymore. And then nothing's really coming out that's quite different. But um, I think Man was pretty instrumental in bringing uh, the urban horror to the scene and also uh, just a a fresh uh, perspective on um, what our horror villains can be like. And Tony Tony Todd bringing the gravitas to the role and eating up and chewing up the scenery in every scene that he's in. Mm -hmm. Um, So that leads us to. Uh, this this movie it was my most uh, anticipated horror movie of this year I would say mm-hmm. um, as as always with the reaction reviews I go yay nay or meh uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so um, with this one I got to explain um, I'm going with the yay but <laughs> oh boy. There there are some issues that I will want to address before I get into the positives, which there are many positives to the movie. Um, so I'm going with a yay. Uh, I'm rating it pretty high. What about you?
1: So, uh, yeah, so, yeah, I would go, giving those three options, I would go a yay as well. Uh, do you want to get into the spoilers in this review, or do you want to go non-spoilers first and then spoilers a little bit later?
0: Um. I'm on the mind frame of if you're listening to a review of a movie you haven't seen, yes, you should go watch the movie and not listen to this review, basically, because yes. everything that I'm going to talk about is very instrumental in how I feel about the movie. I can't talk about how I feel without revealing the ending. So um, overall... I would say just to shorten it for anybody that's out there that hasn't seen it and is listening to this, uh, go watch it and f- and find out for yourself how you feel about it because there are lots of good reviews for this movie. Um, I'm going to rate it high regardless of my issues with it because I think it's a cool movie. Uh, mm-hmm. But we're definitely going to get into spoilers for this review.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. So first things first, Like I'm glad that it was not a reboot. And I know that's apparent from the trailers and stuff. But for that, I'll give it 100% credit because I think like a reboot is like the like the easiest way to go. Like especially like 2000s on, I think like trying to reboot this would have been uh, a bad way to go about it. So I'm glad that they like took some strands from the original and kept that kept it like a sequel. Yeah, uh, it's it, it, if I'm starting with the positive service, it's thematically great. Uh, with the commentary, of course, on gentrification. And, uh, you know, it obviously has a lot to say about remembering tragic events and like this, uh, how America tends to uh, remember what it wants to remember and bury the tragic events that it doesn't want remembered. I think um, a lot of that stuff in this movie is uh, said, like, um, and the original Candyman deals with that stuff too. So I think... In this one, it gets a little bit clumsy at times. Um, I know we're not in negatives yet, but I think, you know, a lot of the themes in this movie do work for me. So I, I think that is a positive as well. Um, uh, do you want to give a, a couple positives yourself?
0: Uh, yeah. So, so you're more of a good news first, bad news last. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
1: Um, I, I like to put a. Another thing I like uh just re- until we get to you like I I liked the idea. I liked what they were trying to do with like the multiple candy men and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I liked the idea.
0: Yeah, so I would say um as a new slasher movie it's visually beautiful. Like it is like Every scene that is framed has an art. You can tell there's an artistic vision and an artistic eye um, about the movie, like from the beginning opening credits to seeing the city upside down, like with the Mm -hmm. fog and the clouds and that score, the new score um, is incredible. And I was really impressed with um, the way that they sort of captured Uh, the vibe right off the bat of that. um, I guess if you're watching the the original, like how that movie starts with the Philip Glass uh, score, and it's like leading you and introducing introducing you to the city. um, I like how this one sets that up as well, because I think that that was probably a good way to start. And um, so I, I like that. And I think um I, I i can't really complain about anything about the production like the production mm-hmm. um is rich the cgi that's used in it is is good um there the acting is incredible um, mm-hmm. i would say the characters are good um And I do like what they did with expanding the mythos of what Candyman and Candymen can be. Mm -hmm. And I think that was pretty uh, cool because that way it kind of opens up the door for other uh, iterations of Candyman. Because kind of like I went to see this with Gabe and, and Gabe had some issues with it, too. And um, I think the issues he had, I didn't necessarily have. Like, I'm okay with expanding the iterations and the mythos of Candyman. Um, but there, that does lead into a problem that I have, too, with the movies. So I won't go there yet. But I will say um, there is a large setup to the movie. So you really get to see Anthony who is the the baby in the original movie who survived and Helen saves, you get to see his journey in the movie and it plays more of like a body horror type of movie Mm -hmm. where he summons Candyman and rather than being like Helen where she's sort of uh, framed for these murders and you're seeing her journey, he's sort of becoming Candyman which is a really cool spin on the way that the narrative could go so I like those ideas I think that's a very Clive Barker thing to do
1: yeah and it's cool like seeing the perspective like difference in this one and the original, because one of the problems that the original did have is like the, kind of like the white savior kind of thing. Like you're you're kind of seeing this white character go into uh, Cabrini Green and learn about the Candyman and all this stuff, and uh, seeing this one from within, like as a black lead character with you know it really like um, a whole cast of you know black characters. I think was was cool to see that legend kind of from within
0: yeah it was cool and i mean i think the first movie did do a good job of that because you do (laughs) like there are comments about helen being like well you know you know when you go in here and you know you're there's gonna be there's gonna be issues because you're a white woman but also you know you look like the cops and then also things get done because you're a white woman in need and help and which is what happens in the movie so I, i think both have really good things to say but like you said this perspective is different because you have a Black-led cast and you're getting to see what that means for them, which I think is also an issue with what, with one of the things of the movie that I have too. It's hard to explain it without going to the issues because for every positive, I think there is a negative too, which is fine Sorry. because even though those negatives are there, it doesn't take away from the experience of me enjoying it. Um so let's get into some of the negatives because that that's about where the positives wrap up for me. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, if I just had one more to say, I would say yeah. um, there is an introduction of Sherman, which is one of the iterations of Candyman in the movie. And I did enjoy the look of him. Uh, I did like his story Um <laughs> And that will lead me into the negatives. So you want to start with any negatives?
1: Uh, so I think at times this forgets that it is a horror film. Like, it, And I know that sounds like really, really harsh, but I think at times it is a little too slow burn because that and I think that comes in like the lack of the actual killer in this movie i think hurts the film greatly like we don't like in the first one it's sober on it because it takes a long time to actually meet the candy man but they're building up to meeting the candy man and when you do meet the candy man it is a big fucking deal that scene in the parking garage and the physical presence of tony todd is greatly missed in this movie like i and all the mirror shit and stuff like that is cool like some of the shots are cool but some of the shots also annoyed me because like the the physical tangible presence of Candyman in the first movie is like one of my favorite like characters in any movie you know it's just that presence of that killer it's almost like having a Freddy Krueger movie and Freddy Krueger not being seen in the movie except for Like, I don't know, like, you know, you know what I mean? Like,
0: it's
1: kind of weird in that sense. Like, it kind of, some of the stuff works, some of it doesn't. Like, the art critic scene for me, I was like, really? Like, we can't see him kill her? Or, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, like, that scene in particular was a good death. But, because it was really awkward. Because you're watching it from, it's panning away from it. And you're seeing, like, that kill. But also, it's kind of awkward, too. Because it's like, well... Why can't we be there for that experience? There's a lot of weird choices. And that was um, I know if if Andrew Bolt is listening, like what he said about the movie is kind of um, sort of what Gabe had said is, you know, the characters weren't really developed well, which you and I don't necessarily always need that. I don't think, mm-hmm. like, it's cool that they're developed, but we kind of go there for other things, too. You know what I mean? Like, we're slasher mm-hmm. fans, so we we go for different things. We're not always there for characters. We're, we understand that characters can be expendable. But with that said, in a Candyman movie, you really do want to care about your characters because mm-hmm. you care about Helen, you care about Bernadette in the first movie. Um, in this one, well, and you care about Candyman. And with this one, uh, Daniel robotov, He's he's not like you said, his presence is missing like he Tony Todd has such a presence and the, the way he delivers his dialogue is that character and them choosing not to have that even with Sherman in the movie. I thought it was very odd, like
1: very odd. It's a yes. haunt,
0: he's a haunting presence, which is OK, But there are moments where there could have been dialogue and just maybe it didn't work for the actor or maybe it just wasn't a fit. But regardless, I'm I'm confused as to why... And I didn't really think of this until talking with someone else about it from a different perspective, but I am still kind of confused why Sherman was used because if they're building on the mythos, then why was why wasn't tony why was tony todd why did his face show up like ending spoilers why was tony todd showing up at the end for the face for that awesome line delivery why wasn't he just in the movie you know what i mean like (laughs) why why would we why did we need sherman in the movie if tony todd was available (laughs) like i don't get that part
1: dude and that was the best part of the damn movie to me and that was the best
0: part of the damn movie (laughs) like him and also vanessa williams like the mom (laughs) That whole scene with her acting like she needed to be more in the movie. And that's what was confusing. Like, why if you had this really well established actress that was in the first movie that you're building all this off of, why is she not in the movie more? You know what I mean? Yeah, when he
1: when he pops up and says, like, tell everyone, like, you know, in his Candyman yeah. voice, I was like, Holy shit, that's what we fucking needed, man. The gravitas of that character.
0: Like yeah, not yeah. the
1: not the one that's like hiding in the mirror and he's just like kind of growling or like, he's like, he's going <gasps> like, I don't, I don't know. I yeah. mean, like, uh, I was like, ah, uh, dude, this is such a missed opportunity during a lot of those kills. Cause I just didn't feel
0: anything. Yeah. I, it was almost like, like to me, it's kind of like a slap in the face. Like, well, this should have just been the reboot and it shouldn't have had Tony Todd in it because to be honest, like why wouldn't, like if you're trying to expand on tony todd like this was said in other reactions this is this wasn't my initial take but now that i think about it it makes sense but like why would you place sherman's role in the 70s right after the whole ordeal with helen and daniel like why would the first Candyman have been in the 90s when sherman was in the 70s you know what i mean like when you start asking those questions it doesn't really make a lot of sense like if you were really building on the helen stuff which was excellent in this movie and why didn't you i guess have more thought with the actual Candyman versus helen which you know you you spent more time talking about so that's what i was confused about like those were just choices that didn't really add up or make sense to me
1: yeah and and to be fair i just saw this like an hour ago so maybe i missed a lot of stuff but like I was also confused, like, did they all have hooks or like, isn't that like a particular story to Tony Todd's character that he has a hook and why do they all have hooks?
0: Well, well, so let's get into that. So this movie, so you, you, all the setup is really Anthony and he's the one that summons Candyman because Troy, who is Brianna, Anthony's girlfriend, I think it's his girlfriend, Mm-hmm. She, i don't know if it's his wife or girlfriend whatever but she they're at troy's place and troy starts telling an urban legend which is about helen and it's actually wrong it's mm-hmm. it's basically like he's telling the tale that was told that someone else altered and they were making helen really the candy man when in all fact she was not and so that's what prompts anthony to go looking for Candyman, or you know through Helen. And then he finds out Candyman was actually there and real. So he comes full circle and, you know, he goes to visit Anne-Marie, which is his mom. And like, he, he, he goes to understand that he was actually uh, around Daniel in the nineties and he was marked for some reason. So while this is all happening, Sherman, the guy that you meet at the beginning of the movie where the setup is, this is a Candyman with a hook who lives in a wall and gives candy to people, but he's not killing kids or he's not doing things to kids. He gets wrongly killed. So that beginning comes to play again in the end when Burke, who is the guy that Anthony meets in the movie, uh, he basically is the one that talks to him about Candyman and why he sort sort of starts down this path of Candyman, looking for Candyman. So Mm -hmm. Burke, I think had an interesting role because not only is he the one that um, sort of gets Anthony back on track for candyman but also he's the one that has ulterior motives and his motive is to which I kind of like this idea and I kind of don't but <laughs> yeah. he like he he's sort of and this is the best way I can describe it he is going to turn candyman from someone that was wronged wrongfully killed and going to be this uh presence that when they're summoned will they will be cursed he wants to turn he wants to create a candy man that will become like a pumpkin head if you will so he's he wants a a a person that uh is going to be killed wrongly but they're going to be used as as vengeance as a weapon and Mm -hmm. so he is basically um i guess I don't know, like shaping Anthony to be the next candy man. And so he has this whole elaborate setup where he's going to call the cops, have the cops come and shoot him. He cuts Anthony's arm off and like, he's putting a hook in there. So there's a, it just happens so fast in the movie. I don't know if that was like that for you, but I felt like the climax was really fast.
1: Yeah, I did. I'll be honest. Like that kind of stuff, like the, that whole like little twist didn't work for me. Like I, I don't know what they were, um, it almost reminded me almost of like the doctor shit and Halloween 2018. Like, uh, that, it, and it, like I said, I just saw it, so this, it may not, like, I, I may need to see it again or whatever. But I yeah, was I mean, like, he, Wait, what is he trying to do? And they, like, why? And all, all this other shit, and the cops show up and then uh...
0: it happened so fast like when i was watching it i didn't understand that piece and so when we were in the car ride home i was like gabe can you look on wikipedia to see what his actual motivation was because i i didn't it just it happens like his exposition dump like the speech that he gives at the end is (laughs) so quick and i'm like trying to figure out like okay so brianna's tied up in the church and Anthony's over here, like peeling apart because he's becoming Candyman, which he did look pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But now this guy's trying to create, um, like a social justice Candyman. But why? Like, I, I didn't understand what was happening. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and he
1: said, I need a witness, so he brought her, and that's why he tied her to the chair. Yeah, um, yeah. So, why? But why though? Like, like yeah, we'll to-
0: I. I I felt like that would have worked better as a reboot than an actual homage to the original, because that's not how it can even operate, you know? So (laughs) that is different and I'm okay with that difference, but at the same time, then why does Tony Todd's face show up over Anthony's face at the end, you know?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, like, was that just to make fans happy or like, I'm like, where the
0: fuck was Tony Todd the whole movie then? Yeah, that's what I that's what I that's what I was trying to explain. I was like, well, it's fan service because you know, fans wanted Tony Todd. It's a candyman oh, yeah. movie, it's a sequel. And I mean, Anthony's a different candyman, but somehow Tony Todd had to pop up to say, Oh, I'm passing the baton or I approve of this message. I'm not really sure like what was <laughs> happening there. Yeah.
1: Um It was kind of like the Bruce Campbell thing at the end of Evil Dead, like that Evil Dead reboot. Yeah. So it just
0: popped up and said groovy and it didn't right. make any
1: sense whatsoever or anything like that
0: yeah it's, it's almost like a studio mandated like well <laughs> the fans want Tony Todd Tony Todd initially went on Twitter on a tirade saying well I was never contacted about Candyman so let's make the fans happy and let's honor Tony Todd for some reason and that's kind of what it feels like to me at least is that what
1: happened
0: yeah well Tony Todd went on Twitter before the, when the movie was being made and he was like well no one ever reached out to me about Candyman yeah. I didn't know that yeah and so that was a a thing but then um he's actually he was in it and so I don't know if that was him just like pissed that they weren't reaching out to him yet or he hadn't even been offered the role yet I don't know what happened but it was just uh in the moment it kind of took me out because I was like oh this part is so cool why did we why
1: wait why didn't we have that
0: before you know what I mean yeah, think um, about how
1: powerful a lot of those scenes would have been if it wouldn't have been the, uh, uh what was that guy's name, uh, Sherman, and Sherman. it would have been Tony Todd in the mirror. like. Yeah, because, Anthony.
0: well, and it would have made sense because Anthony is the kid that he took. So Sherman had no connection to this other than being Burke's, mm-hmm. Burke is the one that was, I think Burke inadvertently created that Candyman because he's the one that shouted and the cops came and killed him. And then okay. Sherman's the one that killed his sister. So he was warped, obviously. But that was a whole story that I don't think fit. With yeah,
1: him. no, I, I agree. Maybe and as think, a
0: sequel. And
1: I think Tony Todd being the original Candyman, like they explained, uh, like he would be the one more like haunting and wanting the Candyman to come back. So it's like it would make more sense for him to be in the mirror haunting Anthony than it would Sherman. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, because then what was the purpose of Sherman being here now when he was before Daniel Robotal in the 90s? So there's a lot of questions. And when you start digging, it's like, OK, so this doesn't make sense. But I mean, overall, like just taking it for what it is, like it's a slasher movie. It's a sequel to um, to, you know, the 90s movie. I think it's the second best Candyman. I will say that. Like, yeah,
1: I'll agree. I agree I mean, there.
0: I really like the second movie. I like the second movie climax better than this movie's. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's a lot cooler. Um, obviously, Tony Todd's in it. So it may. I mean, it's infinitely better, I think, in that regard. Yeah. Um, but I like visually think this one is like the companion piece to the first movie. You know what I mean? And that's where I
1: thought that they were going too. Like, I thought that he was going to start painting tony todd's face and we were going to start seeing tony todd in the mirror and we were going to start seeing tony todd in little glimpses of windows and stuff like that and then i felt like that at the end you know anthony would assume that role and that's where i thought it was going and it's like you almost feel like a little robbed that we didn't get that
0: yeah yeah and i mean and i don't know if i don't know like if There were, because the movie played like the first, um, most of the movie, like the first half of it, at least, or all up until the last, I think, 30, 20 minutes. I mean, it plays up like a really cool um, Candyman piece. And had they included Tony Todd more in the end where you know, if there had been more, 10 more minutes at least where you could say, okay, so Tony Todd is the first Candyman. <laughs> there are other candy mans, And so he's involved in this in some capacity, like a King of this realm or whatever, like that could have been a cool way, even though it's not what happened, but there, there could have just been more thought I think there with that. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of... I, I, it feels like I've been dumping on it, but there really are, like, some cool things about it. I mean, I think there's some good kills in the movie. Um, mm-hmm. I know one that I thought was really uh, effective was in the art studio with the... the. I think it's the owner of the space and, and his uh, intern. Mm-hmm. I thought that kill was really cool, like, with him floating and, like... The camera panning around and you see him like sort of like just floating across the side like i thought those were pretty effective scenes um <laughs> even if even if sherman was not talking he his presence was cool i guess mm-hmm.
1: yeah no i agree like i i dug that scene all the colors and stuff and the projector going and his uh his um uh god damn it his hook going across the projecting screen and like ripping it and stuff. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I thought that was pretty well done. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then, I mean, you have the scene with the, the critic and then, um, yeah. And I had to think about who had jumped out of the window, but that was like the, I guess the other guy that was there that got into with Anthony. So I think Anthony, um, yeah, Abdul Mateen the second. I think he did a really good job as Anthony in the movie. Like, mm-hmm. I think he really sold the role. Um, I think there were parts like when he's like peeling his skin or like his face and like his his arm are like slowly rotting, and like I, I like those scenes because those those were kind of cool. Like, I I would have wished that it would it could have gotten to a, a more body horror reveal at the end. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, like, I don't know, like. A very freddy krueger moment where the hook just go ahead like <laughs> comes out of his arm or whatever like
1: that's been killer dude yeah it's
0: been it was just been another moment like it would have been crazy but um yeah i don't know i mean i would say um overall though it was a fun theater experience i liked watching it on the movie theater screen it, the sound was cool um it's cool to see a candy man again you know what i mean oh, yeah. like in the movie theater um i'll definitely pick this up when it comes out most oh yeah it's a
1: buy it's a buy for me too
0: it's a definite buy um what uh out of 10 what would you rate it i rated eight and a half because i still think it's solid regardless of all the the gripes i have with it
1: yeah i would give this like a seven and a half to an eight like i would give it probably a seven and a half yeah Uh, i like it it's it of course it comes nowhere near to the first movie i wish there would have been more tony todd Um, and more physical kills but I I did enjoy the movie like I enjoyed the experience
0: yeah yeah I think if you I mean and and to be fair I went in with pretty high expectations because of the trailer and because of it not having a sequel in so long so there's a lot of baggage there um, with that and it, whatever would have happened, it probably wouldn't have satisfied me. <laughs> um, like you,
1: you touched on it though. It is like it is cool to have Candyman back in the theaters. That's the best thing about this movie.
0: Yeah, and it's doing really well. Like from what I can tell, um, the time of this recording, like it's gonna and it's the only movie, big movie that came out this weekend, so it's gonna do well. It'll probably be a sequel, and I'm I'm always up for a sequel. Oh, um, yeah. I, th- I think it's a perfect starting point. If even if Tony Todd's not going to be in it at all um, to just go ahead and do something different than with it, if they're going to, because uh, I think that's just the direction they should go because ultimately it seemed like the ending was going to be this spirit of vengeance. Now it's not going to be the old candy man that we're used to. So if they're going to do that, then they should just go all out with something different and completely um, not have to do those fan service moments. You know what I mean? Uh,
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because no,
0: because that, that's what can be disappointing is when you're like, oh, damn, Tony Todd at the end. Like, that is the best part. And to be honest, like, I really loved all of the uh, puppet scenes in it, like mm-hmm. the the shadow, like puppets and like all that stuff, like telling the stories. I thought those were cool. Um, and, you know, uh, but aside from that, um,
1: just not enough iconic moments. Like you think back at that original film, like him yeah. flying out the window backwards Uh, him cutting himself and all the like the bees and stuff him um, opening having bees in his mouth like him saying I am the writing on the wall where all the bees are swarming like you know think about all those iconic moments and in this one it seems like it was just very uh, very subdued and very slow burn
0: yeah I think like it's almost like I'm gonna be mean, but it's almost like an A24 meets <laughs> <laughs> meets meets the conjuring verse kind of candyman. You know what I mean? Like they're selling it to a certain market, and this is what they came up with based off of what's been popular, mm-hmm. not based off of really like the candyman essence. Um mm-hmm. but um I mean, you know, it is what it is and it's, it's solid for me um, It's probably not going to be my Best horror movie of the year for sure But um, it's it's pretty Solid I mean definitely go see it I mean aside from all the story Elements and things like that uh, visually I think it's like probably one of the best Visual horror movies I've seen this year for sure mm-hmm. So if anything Just stay for the visuals and the Score because that's, that's where it's at
1: Two awesome movies out in the Theaters right now go see Candyman And go see The Night House
0: yeah, Nighthouse was great. I we and I think that's also a thing too. is We saw Nighthouse before this and so we were coming up high off of that and I was like, "Oh, damn, like that's going to be hard to top because that was a fantastic movie. And definitely yeah, look out right. for our bonus episode of The Nighthouse as well." Um all right. So, with that, um do you have any other thing you want to add, bum?
1: Sweets to the sweet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Long live the candy man, man. Yeah,
1: it's great that he's back in theaters.
0: Yeah, I mean, either way, like it's it's cool to see a slasher movie and especially a Candyman movie. And to be honest, even if it's just a nugget, Tony Todd at the end, that's pretty badass to see after so long. Oh yeah, that's been a while. That's what I
1: had to tell myself after, like, because I was lukewarm at first on Halloween 2018, and I'm like you know what, Michael Myers is back in the theaters and he's actually Michael Myers. He's not a roaming nomad in the woods. So <laughs> for that reason, I
0: need to be happy about this. Oh, and I seen your uh, Candyman shirt, your awesome Candyman shirt you have on.
1: Oh yeah, Fright Rags.
0: Yeah, that one's the one that I was eyeing. So that one looks pretty cool. And also, Horror Decor, I think it is, they released uh, some new... It looks like a a planchet for like a Ouija board and it has uh candyman's hook coming out of it and that looks pretty cool. And then they have all these like this line of like candyman candles which look really fun. Um but yeah there's it's cool to just see all the merch and the candyman stuff and I love it. And it's gonna be a, a nice uh nice Blu-ray to add to my collection.
1: Now are we gonna get another Candyman set from Screen Factory. That's the that's the true question.
0: Yeah, that, they didn't put out three the the campy mm-hmm. campy part three. So. We need a little
1: box set like they did the the fly.
0: That would be awesome.
1: Yeah, we need a little box set going.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna little put honeycomb edition. <laughs> <laughs> I'm into it. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm gonna add one more thing. It made me think of it. Did you notice like in the uh in the movie a lot like. A lot of the things that were shown looked like honeycomb stuff, like the dryers in the in the laundromat or like the city and all that. Like they made it look very, uh, I don't know, like every everything in the city looked like an insect's layer. And I thought that was cool.
1: Really? Yeah, I'm gonna have to go back and watch it like a hive. Yeah, yeah everything
0: looked like a hive. Like the buildings, like when they're panning away from the kill, uh, the, the laundromat scenes, like all of it looks like there's some touches of yellow here and there and it just looks really cool. And that's what I was like living for. And maybe that's why I was so distracted on a lot of the movie too. And it might even be another good watch in the movie theater, to be honest. Mm -hmm. No, I agree. I agree. All right. So we'll close the reaction review up. Um, We both gave it a yay and, uh, Listeners, if you want to let us know what you thought of Candyman 2021, um, are you seeing it in theater? Are you waiting till it's streaming or physical release? Um, give us your thoughts in the posting when we post it online or uh, give us a shout out and let us know. Um, you can reach me at Fatal Follower Presents at Gmail or Fatal Follower on Horror Amino. Um, Travis, you can reach him at uh, Horrifying My Friends on his podcast, separate from here, and Guillotine Press as well. Uh, Travis. Oh, yeah. Thank you, as always, for joining.
1: Oh, yeah. These are always fun. These are always fun.
0: All right. Well, we got some spooky other reviews coming out. So stay stay tuned. Uh, stay spooky. Stay safe. Take care. Bye-bye.